You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's you up with Nikki Glazer coming to you daily from uh, my quarantine in St. Louis, Missouri. This is where the show will be until. Is that this person walking through the backyard? What the fuck? I'm in my parents' backyard and there's two kids walking with their skateboards through my neighbor's backyard. That's the same trail I used to take to go up to the school that is near here and then go smoke weed on the playground. No, we didn't do that, but we did drink beers up there one time or five times. Um, But, yeah, I'm just chilling in my parents' backyards. There's bird sounds. I'm sitting by the pool. Parents have a pool. Um, It is not in session right now. I don't even want to describe to you what's going on here, but listen, like... Pools are a lot of work, but my parents open it up every summer. I never used the pool after we got it. I begged my parents to get a goddamn pool. I wanted a pool more than anything, and then I got it, and I was just like, eh, I don't really give a shit. Like, what am I, at, at the age I got a pool, which is like ninth grade, that's when I wanted to look like fucking hot in a swimsuit because that's when you wear two-piece, and then all the fun of swimming gets sucked out of it. Because you can't do anything fun. You can't pretend you're a mermaid. You can't play a fun game like Splash. Shout out to the game Splash, which existed probably only at Tree Court Pool in St. Louis, Missouri from the years of 1993 till uh, maybe 2001. But there's no way kids are still playing Splash. I'd be surprised. But you can't do those games when you're wearing a two-piece. You have to be like, my titty might fall out. So you just fucking, you don't have fun in a two-piece. So... The second girls start wearing two pieces, no more fun in pools. So I don't like pools. So I stopped hanging out in pools. I don't want to lay out. I hated the sun, even as a young child. I just remember hearing the sun ages you, and I just was like, fuck that shit. Even young, I was like, I don't want to age. I swear to God. You guys, I used to, I talk a lot about aging now. Jesus Christ. Even as a kid, I was like, mm, it's kind of rules being a kid. Um... And I, I didn't want to uh, turn into a woman. But now I'm a woman, and um, it's going pretty well, I guess. Uh, no complaints. All the complaints. No, actually, the complaint now, it's funny, because once you're going through a pandemic, every single thing you thought you cared about gets shifted. <laughs> like, everything. Like, last night I was watching Love is Blind with my dad and mom. No one ever says dad and mom, but that's the, that's the order I've put them in for this. But I was watching Love is Blind. And by the way, you guys, right now as I'm talking to you, I'm just like walking through my parents' backyard and like kind of going around areas I used to go as a kid with my friends. Just like, I don't know. I don't know what we used to fucking do. We used to just like go down to the creek and just like jump around from rock to rock like and just get muddy. But that's what I'm doing right now. I'm going down to the creek. If there was a flash flood, I would be in danger right now. But um, what was I just fucking talking about? Good Lord. That's the problem doing solo podcasts is then I have no one to pull me back to what I was just talking about. Uh, pools. Oh, being a woman. Um, yeah, it makes every it shifts everything and it makes you feel like, you know, what is important? What do I care about? We were watching Love is Blind with my dad and mom. And uh, my dad was just like commenting about the women being like sloppy drunk, which is like, okay, true, 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 true. But then I just kind of got on like a little bit of my feminist like uh, toadstool because that's what women get on because it's like cuter that way. And I was like, dad, these women are being served drinks 
the same drinks men are being served and they're drinking them at the same speed. So like they're tiny women that are getting drunker, but not because they're somehow flawed. It's because they have to drink. Alcohol isn't adjusted for women's bodies. It's all, it's men's alcohol that we have to drink and it's all for men to be able to drink. It's based on men's like anatomy and do you know what I'm saying? So like women are getting wasted, maybe not because they're stupid drunk women. It's because we're drinking stuff that's not made for us. We should be drinking lighter alcohol. So I don't know. I was just kind of like annoyed that it was this like, um, I don't know. He was just kind of like oh, drunk women. And it's like, um, yeah, but like we're tiny and when we get drunk, we get drunk so much faster and it's not our fault. And I was surprised because he was like, you're right, you're right. And I was like, what just happened? Oh, what just happened? But it's true. I mean, like, I, I, you have to see it through the lens of something else sometimes. Even I was trying to find empathy for poor drunk Jessica on Love is Blind. It's kind of hard to watch because I relate to it so much because I have been poor drunk Jessica. I have been that girl that would be like, just saying things that you didn't mean, but like, also things that she like definitely did and really shouldn't say and and it's cool it's it's fine and just like I've been her and I was mortified watching that scene because I was like oh my god like what how could she let this happen (laughs) I don't understand how people let themselves get that drunk on tv and think it's okay I would be so humiliated I wouldn't be able to like function. I mean, I've heard stories about how I talked like that, but I've never seen footage of myself. And so I have a lot of empathy for her because I, I honestly, I remember being like, I wanted to be on the real world, but I wouldn't do it because I was like, oh, I have a drinking problem and I know it will be brought to light and then I'll have to fucking deal with it. So maybe it's a good thing, but I just saw myself in her. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it's a, it's... I haven't seen um, quite that kind of drunk behavior. I don't watch The Housewives, and I'm guessing a lot of drunk behavior happens on that show too um, that I'm not aware of, of just people like saying things they shouldn't and just like being weird. I think the weird factor is what's in it for me. Like I used to get wasted and just like I would like you can see someone being drunk and you're like, oh, they're just drunk. Like Amber on Love is Blind, she gets drunk and she's not weird. She's like kind of cute and like loud and kind of like sloppy and like crying, but she's not weird. Now, Jessica is another case. Like she's kind of saying weird things, things she shouldn't and like lying and it just doesn't make sense. And that's how I used to be. And that's the thing that I'm scared of the most is like, just well, like when I started hearing stories of myself being weird, I was like, I gotta stop drinking. That is, I'm too weird because I didn't even recognize myself. It's so weird. Um, I wish I could be more specific, but like, I think I told one of the stories on the show once when like my friend Sean was like spending the night once just on our couch. I was just wanted a drinking buddy for the day. And he was like one of my best friends and we just wanted to get wasted out by my pool. It's probably the last time I used this goddamn pool. But it was when I was living at home with my parents in 2009 and, um, we got wasted. We had a fun day. It was so fun. And he was like, you're sure I can like spend the night because he was going to get drunk. He didn't want to drive home. And then one at some point in the night, like 10 o'clock, my parents had gone to bed because we were just like up hanging out with them. Um, I just like turned on him and was like, you need to leave. You need to leave. And I don't know why I would have done that. He told me this in retrospect and I was like, mm, maybe it was like, 
I wanted to like G chat sex with someone <laughs> like that could be it. Like I needed him to go, but most likely I was just like, I want to fucking get weird with some food right now and you need to leave. But like he said, I just turned into like a demon and I was like, I said demon, um, but I meant demon. I turned into one and just like, I didn't, I hated hearing that story. So from then on, I was like, oh dear God, looks like you're gonna have to quit doing that shit someday. Fortunately, marijuana has not made me a fucking weirdo yet. I mean, it's made me kind of scatterbrained sometimes. It's made me happy others times. I'm trying to whittle down my, um, you know, and I love how I couldn't think of the fucking word for what I'm about to say. Um, my antidepressant, um, because it's, I think it's making me like a little bit stupid. Not stupid, but like just not as sharp or something is. To be honest, the real reason I'm getting off it is because I feel like my meditation practice has been really steady and I'm fucking scared of running out of it on a full dose during this goddamn shutdown. You know, I don't know if I'm going to want to go to CVS in fucking June. So I'm like, I'm weaning myself off very, very responsibly of the Trintilix, I think. I think that's my plan. But if, you know what, there's always going to be, a, it's not always going to be an endless supply is what I'm realizing. And I want to be able to exist without these things. But I know that some of you don't have that luxury. So stay on your meds. Uh, don't take it from me. But yeah, it's just like meditation is key right now. Connecting with others, FaceTiming people, just fucking FaceTime anyone you want. No one's fucking working, guys. They'll pick it up. FaceTiming is, is so good. Um, but it's just, it's weird. It's a weird, weird time. I feel so bad for parents having to teach their kids. I'm not a parent, but if I was and my kids could read, I would make them do book reports. I would just force them to just go read fucking books that will teach them some shit you could never teach them. You know what I'm saying? And if your kid's dyslexic, I don't, uh, audiobook, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I think I would have my kids because that's what I realized. I was like, what if I, what? Because if a kid has a knowledge of a hunger to learn, they will and they'll absorb the right things, but you got to like steer them towards what they want. I mean, I don't mean to preach to any parents, but I would think that looking back on my own self, if the best way I could have learned would be to have indulged in the things that already interest me and read books about those things. Just read any book about those things, whether it be fiction or non. And then you make them do a book report. Boom. Lesson. Done. Complete. Well on their way to going to college. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. Part of me is so glad I don't have kids. And then the other part of me is like, oh, I should have started a family. Like these are just weird times to be feeling so many things. Um, my parents are making delicious food, but like, how long is that going to last? There's another man. There is another man that I'm seeing who's walking his dog. And it's like, it's so weird because I went on a run yesterday and I legit avoided like running past people. So it's even weird to see a man out. Are you guys having the thing where you're watching videos and people in the videos, like whether it be a Netflix show or Love is Blind or Love is Blind or That's All I'm Watching, that you... Like you have a moment of like, don't touch that person. Don't do that. Oh my God. They're too close together. What? That's a crowded train. Oh my God. I wouldn't like, 
I am everything I watch. I am like crazy, which leads me to believe that when we get out of this thing, we're all going to be so fucking nutto. Nutto is what I just said. Nutto. Nutso, I guess, is the right word, but nutto found, seems like, actually, nutto sounds like a delicious um, s- spread for croissants. Um, or it sounds like like uh, another word for cum. Uh, I just said cum really loud next to, oh my god. I'm at a part of my yard where there's like children usually playing in the next yard, and I said cum at a crazy volume because I do have... Um, headphones on. Guys, um, is this entertaining? I don't even know. It's been about 12 minutes and 45 seconds. I decided to make shorter podcasts today because I can't do a whole hour. I can't interview my parents anymore. I'm trying to keep it to when I'm actually interested in them and it ain't now. It ain't now. Um, the rest of my day looks pretty bland. I gotta be honest with you. Um, I gotta do some notes on a script that is somehow urgently being asked for even though nothing is happening. Nothing is happening in Hollywood. Everything shut down. Yet I'm still being asked to submit some notes because they were maybe due three weeks ago and I put them off till now and I thought, oh, well, that worked out for me because I put it off and now nothing's getting made. But you still need to write it. They're waiting for it still. They're demanding it every day. Because they think you have a lot of time on your hands. I mean, there's a fucking pandemic, but you're still working your ass off. And you still want to nap. And you still want to run. And you still want to watch Blind Date with your dad. Okay, that um went too long. And legit, I hope most of you turned it off. I hope I'm not talking to anyone right now. This is bananas. I'm losing my mind in my parents' backyard. I'm truly not, actually. I feel really good, and I feel upbeat. And it actually is really helping me to, like, work so hard and create new things because it means that there's a future. I was on Anna Ferris's podcast. You could check out that. That's good to listen to. Also, getting the Sirius app. I am coming at you every day in the morning from uh, 10 to 12... Uh, Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 95 Comedy Central Radio. It's a freaking joy to be able to broadcast every day live. I wake up. I have a little routine. I get up. I chug my coffee. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do when I run out of coffee, by the way, you guys. I don't know what I'm going to do. And at what point do you just stop stockpiling? Like every day I'm ordering more things on Amazon being like, oh my God, what if I run out of this? And what if I run out? Oh my God, my fucking face serum. Are you guys like stocking face serum? I want to be hot when I get out of this thing. I want very supple, supple skin. <sighs> I've just been like, do you ever meditate and then out of it, you snap out of it and you go, oh, I have to order this thing and this thing. Every meditation, my thoughts turn from my mantra straight to my Amazon cart. I have to pause my goddamn meditation session, which still counts. I pause it and I go back to it. I still get those minutes in. But like, I can't trust my fucking brain right now to remember something in in the middle of a meditation. I had a great idea for something yesterday on a run. A great idea. One of those ideas that you're like, I, it's good that I run every day because it conjures things like this. 
And I was like, I can't wait to make that. That's going to be easy to make. I got home, no idea what it was. No idea. And it always reminds me of the Mitch Hedberg joke where he's like, he thinks of a good, sometimes he thinks of a great joke while he's sleep, uh, like drifting off to sleep. Plane flying overhead. He'll think of a really great song and uh, or a, a great joke. And he'll convince himself it isn't funny so he doesn't have to get out of bed and write it. And like, that is what I do with this shit. Like, I always am just like, I either go, it's not that good. Or I go, it's so good that it will come back to you if you forget it. Or I'll say, it's so good that how could you forget it? Or I'll make a little mnemonic device that I completely forget. There's some good ways about remembering things. If you relate words and people's names to horrific scenes, they can make a little imprint on your uh, mind. Like um, Tom Papa taught me that trick about remembering people's names. So like Tom Papa, let's say if I wanted to remember him. There's Tom Papa. Okay, that's Tom Papa. You look at Tom Papa and you think of um, Tom, like... Okay, so a Tom, um, first Tom, like Tom Selleck. I would think of Tom Selleck and Papa. Tom Selleck's dad. How could you know it's his dad? Tom Selleck's Papa, Tom, Papa. Papa John. Okay, Tom Selleck um, getting um, beheaded by (laughs) Papa John. Like, honestly, just think of that in your head. Just come getting beheaded by Papa John. Papa John takes a pizza slicer and cuts off Tom Selleck's head. Okay. Got it? It has to be horrific. Now, next time you see Tom Papa, think of that horrific image. Okay? And you'll never forget his name. Because even if you're like, I'm drawing a blank on this guy. What the fuck is this guy's name? Why is why am I thinking of Tom Selleck being beheaded? It has to be grim. It has to be grisly. By Papa John. And you'll go, Tom... Tom Selleck is his first name Selleck? No, it's probably Tom. The John Tom John, you might call him Tom John, but then you're gonna land. You're gonna go Tom Papa. Fuck, dude. Glazer was right. Check out Tom Papa's special right now. It's streaming on Netflix. Good to check out. He's so fucking funny, and you'll never forget him. Now that's the podcast for today, you guys. What a weird one. I literally walked crop circles around my parents' backyard. Like I probably got in a good you know, 2000 steps, uh, during this podcast. So I feel grateful for that. Thanks for joining me. And I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. You guys on the podcast from the quarantine in St. Louis. (gasps) Squirt, squirt. This has been a comedy central podcast.